0: Welcome to Think Again with L. Nathan Hare, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. If you would like to participate on today's program, call now, 803-1520. That's
1: 803-1520. All right, here we go. Think again. Think again. Welcome to our topic Discussion program, sponsored by, <clears throat> excuse me, the Community Action Organization of Western New York, still fighting the war on poverty, now in our 53rd year. Each week, we talk, we talk to you about issues, events, and trends affecting you right here and right now in Buffalo and the western New York community, and in fact, uh, connect you to communities all across the country. I'm your host, L. Nathan Hare, President and CEO of the Community Action Organization. Make us a part of your Saturday every Saturday at ESPN, 1520 AM on your dial from 11 o'clock to 12 noon each week. Now today's program is live, so you can call and you can join our discussion. Hope that you will. Our number here again is 803-1520. That's 803-1520. If you have difficulty getting in, okay, you can always call 803-0321, 803-0323, or 803-0324. So our main number again is 803-1520. If you can't get through on that, on that line, call 803-0321, 803-0323, or 803-0324. we got a lot to talk about, and we just got an hour to work on it, so let's get to it. Uh, so, so many things to talk about, so I'm going to try to focus us around four uh, basic themes, but I'm going to stick something that I just came across uh, in the course of, of this morning. In just a thought process for us regarding the uh, Trump administration's uh, now on again uh, tariff imp- uh, imp- uh, imposition on uh, aluminum and steel imports from Canada. Uh, Canada, uh, I, I would, bo- I think, I believe, I may be wrong, but I believe that Canada is the United States' most trusted uh, defense partner in the world, uh, and so. Uh, not any form of, and, and Canada is not any form of security risk to the United States. Canada has, or at least is, is uh, uh, being reported by the Trump administration to have this significant uh, trade deficit uh, with the United States. However, when I did some research on this, the U.S. Uh, trade Office uh, they indicate that if you count goods that pass through Canada but come from other countries. So the Canadians get, you know, whatever the transfer fees are for something that is unloaded in the United States and then it passes or unloaded in Canada and then passes through Canada into the United States. But they're actually exports from another uh, or or imports rather to the the United States from another country that gets counted as if it's imported uh, from the United States by the U.S. Trade Office that's what gives the impression that there's a 14 plus billion dollar trade deficit between the United States and Canada <laughs> but the reality is you can't double count the imports if something is sent uh, to Canada from Germany it goes it's a- intended for the United States but it goes to Canada first and then goes from some transfer point in Canada imp- uh, brought into the United States Canada is basically like the railroad it's like the train you know it it, it brings the goods. But it's not the source of the goods. So, you know, this is how, you know, you know what they always say, you know, uh, 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 figures count and, num- and numbers figure. Um, so I'm simply saying that there is no significant trade deficit if you don't count those transfer Uh, imports that come from other countries that pass through the United States, then the the United States actually has a surplus trade balance of over $2 uh, $2 billion uh, uh, with Canada. I think that that's important because the Trump administration is constantly promoting, uh, I don't want to call this a lie, but it is clearly a deceptive or deceiving assertion that uh, there is this significant problem between the United States and Canada in terms of the balance of trade. That just not, is, is not the reality. But let me get on to something else. Uh, this I want to title, it's not just incompetence, it's disdain. Uh, you all heard the reports, hopefully you heard the reports, about uh, the reality that nearly uh, 4,600, maybe more, uh, people died in Puerto Rico between the uh, hurricane that happened September 20th of of 2017 and today. uh, What's that? That's October, November, December, January, February, March, April, and May. So in this eight-month period, we're talking about something in the area of uh, 4,600 Puerto Ricans died. We don't know how many other people were injured uh, as a result of that hurricane. And yet the Trump administration was bragging about the incredible, not my words, these are the Trump administration's words. This is Donald Trump's words himself, uh, that it was incredible, the great job that he asserts uh, that the Trump administration did in handling uh, the consequences of that hurricane. In my view, the Trump administration completely botched uh, the government response to the disaster. Similar to uh, Michael Brown, the former Bush administration FEMA director, Trump was busy playing golf and. Tw- <laughs> right, Trump was pl- busy playing golf and tweeting angrily uh, at the NFL, uh, so, so much so that he ignored the crisis for nearly a week. Uh, it was only after he was getting a lot of negative press. Uh, from the media that he began to react in any significant way at all and then his reaction was more trying to massage how people understood what, what FEMA was doing as opposed to actually doing something. Right, and uh, I don't even want to get into the the, the, the scene of him uh, uh, holding a uh, a meeting with FEMA officials and some people in the, in the public and throwing rolls of paper towels at people. People are being hurt, hit with a hurricane that's killing several hundred, excuse me, several thousand uh, Puerto Ricans, and he's throwing them paper towels. So what are they supposed to do? Just uh, wipe up the the uh, 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 the water? That's that's how how, how he's going to respond or how he did respond. Uh, to the situation, Trump uh, was essentially bragging, uh, even though we could see with our own eyes the devastation that was caused by this uh, hurricane. Trump was and Trump himself, not just his administration, but himself, uh, he was bragging about such a great job uh, that, uh, that 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 had been done and actually attacked uh, the Puerto Ricans uh, asserting that, uh, they weren't taking enough responsibility uh, for responding to the crisis themselves. This is a place that was completely devastated by uh, uh, this th- this hurricane. Mayor uh, right, <laughs> Mayor Ulan, uh, uh, Carmen Yulanda Cruz of uh, San Juan, Puerto Rico, did her best uh, to tell the real story. Uh, uh, the Puerto Rican crisis is not Donald Trump's Katrina because the Katrina disaster was only about 1 of what the disaster was that was uh, caused uh, in Puerto Rico. In terms of his failure to response, uh, Katrina, excuse me, uh, the Trump uh, uh, Maria hurricane disaster was 70 times as bad uh, as what took place uh, uh, in uh, uh, Louisiana. What Trump demonstrated was not leadership, Uh, What he demonstrated was not making America great again. Uh, Teams of uh, or or Trump and the Republican, uh, his Republican allies uh, always attacked uh, President Obama and the Democrats for policies that they claimed picked winners and losers. Yet this is exactly what the Trump uh, administration has done and does all of the time uh, in terms of tariffs, in terms of taxes, in terms of uh, disaster response. Uh, in terms of health care and so on, they're always picking winners and losers. As long as the winners are the people that Trump's administration likes, it's fine. If it's winners who are people that the, Demo- the, the, the Democratic administration likes, then it's a terrible uh, policy because it's picking winners and, and losers. Offic- excuse me, If the, if the analysis that we have seen is correct, It means that for every hurricane-related death that is currently on the books, there are at least 70 other fatalities that have gone uh, uh, uncounted. The new study adds to the growing consensus that the deaths have been undercounted, and not a moment too soon, according to Carmen Ulan uh, Cruz, the mayor of Puerto Rico's uh, San Juan, uh, she said it took too long to understand the need for an appropriate response uh, and, that the, and that the response did need not be about politics, but it needed to be about saving uh, lives and that these deaths and the negligence that contributed to them cannot be forgotten. Instead of solving the catastrophic problem that was in front of them, the Trump administration tried to fake a successful emergency management effort, and the Republican Party and its sympathizers on the island tried to gain Trump administration assistance by placating Donald Trump. Uh, So let me just move from there uh, to another uh, point. Uh, At this point, I only got like a couple of minutes. Birds of a feather uh, flock. Uh, together. Uh, I want to speak then about this situation with Trump and Roseanne Barr, but I want to put this in a larger context. Uh, Trump has built his administration around a base of people who believe that they are the real Americans. and anyone who does not meld into their idea of what an American <coughs> of an American is an other, Unworthy of the rights and privileges accorded to, according to American citizens. Roseanne Barr cast herself as a somewhat more modern female version of Archie Bunker when she came on the scene. Uh, that portion of the American population that deeply resented the very, the very idea of an African American president, let alone a progressive. Uh, oriented one felt legitimized by the election of someone who openly pandered to those American nationalist beliefs and sentiments. And you see them littered throughout the Trump administration, the people that he has hired, Uh, cheered beyond any hope uh, that a Donald Trump trope was America's uh, response to the twice elected uh, Barack Obama. This is what is meant by the assertion, I want my country back. Trump tries to make and just, you know, the the the, the issue arose because Roseanne Barr made this assertion that uh, the Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby uh, uh, equaling uh, Valerie Jarrett. Now, why they would she would even bring Valerie Jarrett's name up when Valerie Jarrett was not in the, uh, the headlines, there was nothing that was going on ar- around her. Roseanne Barr, for whatever reason, had some burr in her saddle about Valerie Jarrett and and chose to express it this way. Trump tries to make an equivalence of the very personal, racist, uh, unprovoked statement uh, concerning Valerie Jarrett made by Roseanne Barr with the clearly political statements made by uh, the hosts of the View television program uh, and ESPN sports hosts, Jamel Hill and Keith uh, Olbermann. Trump tries to make himself the victim because the ABC executive, Bob uh, Igor, who fired uh, Roseanne Barr, uh, Igor, who fired uh, uh, Roseanne Barr after apologizing to uh, Valerie Jarrett, uh, claiming that Bob Igor owes Trump an apology for the political commentary of these other on-air personalities. Jamel Hill on The View broadcast uh, called the president and anyone associated with him a white supremacist. That's a clearly political statement. Joy Behar called Christianity a mental illness. Uh, Was Christianity offended? Uh, And then why would you apologize to Donald Trump because of a statement that was made about Somebody's assessment of Christianity. Why does does Trump deserve an apology for that? Now, I would would say that the assertion made by Kathy Griffin uh, of The View, uh, who went on a profane kind of rant against the president and showed a photo of herself holding President Trump's decapitated head, that does deserve an apology. And that's a very personal uh, and unwarranted kind of a thing for someone to say uh, and so on. Uh, But it's it's not as if Barr's behavior was a one-off. Roseanne Barr, on her Twitter feed in 2013, uh, she made the statement. uh, Excuse me, she made the statement uh, about Susan Susan Rice that she's a man with a big uh, with big swinging eight balls. So this is. A continuing pattern with Roseanne Barr. It's not like a one-off. It's absolutely clear that the audience that sympathizes with uh, uh, the, the, the audience that sympathizes with or uh, empathizes with Roseanne Barr is identical with the audience that Trump most seeks to appeal to. Not that everybody who likes Trump is someone who's like Roseanne Barr. But the people who are like Roseanne Barr seem to all like Donald Trump. That's the issue. I want to get to our callers. You going to take the break first? Okay. All right. What we're going to do is take our first break. Tony, hang on so we can give you some time. We will see this out of the break. Here it Think Again. Think again.
2: Would you like to increase your home's value? Do you want to lower your energy bills? Are you in need of affordable financing for your next home improvement project? The CAO Home Improvement Resource Program can help. Just come to one of their monthly HIRP orientation sessions every first and third Wednesday of the month at two convenient locations. HIRP staff will help identify the resources you need to get financed, and they'll even help you with completing your application. Now, you won't know what you qualify for until you call. 332 3773. That's 332 3773. Learn about all the home improvement programs you may be eligible for and ask about the affordable financing program that can help turn your house into your dream home. Call 332 3773 for more info. It's the Home Improvement Resource Program, restoring value to neighborhoods across Erie County, one house at a time. Brought to you by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. If you or someone you know is addicted to drugs or alcohol, please store
0: this number or call right now. 1-800-417-7740. That's 1-800-417-7740. By calling the Addiction Rehab Specialist, you're taking the first steps to recovery. Their advisors are ready to match you with a proven five-star treatment center that will help you end your drug or alcohol addiction once and for all. Don't waste any more time with drugs or alcohol. Your future is still a bright place. Let the addiction rehab specialist help you break your addiction to drugs and alcohol before it's too late. This call is completely confidential. And if you have private insurance, there'll be little to no cost to you. Even if you've already been to treatment, give us a call. There's no need to let drugs and alcohol ruin your life. Take the first step now. Call the Addiction Rehab Specialist at 1-800-417-7740. That's 1-800-417-7740. 1-800-417-7740. All day, every day. This is Buffalo's home for ESPN Radio. 50,000 watt ESPN 1520. Baby, I
1: got
3: what you need. Do you know I got it? Oh. Oh, I'm asking.
1: Just a little bit respect. All right. Let me grab Tony real quick and get his thoughts, and we can get ourselves going on the air here. Tony, how are you doing?
3: Raring to go. <laughs> Raring to go. Yep. First of all, I want to point out to all those haters of Governor Cuomo, that he is the only person that has been championing the cause of of Puerto Rico. He's made three trips there, and he's being criticized on that station called 930. He gets criticized for going to Puerto Rico to get aid for the people there. He is the only one. In fact, he's done more than all the United States government has done for Puerto Rico. That is our governor. Absolutely, give him credit.
1: Absolutely, he's the only one that's championed their cause. No, absolutely correct on that. In fact, if you look at all of what uh, the Trump administration has done, and you compare that to what the governor uh, and 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 New York State has done, uh, you would think that the uh, New York State was the foreign, uh, uh, or excuse me, what, what was the State Department for the United States? Because they're the ones who've really been stepping up. Uh, to help the people in Puerto Rico. But there's just not enough resources available in New York State to meet the need. And the fact that uh, Donald Trump has been so reticent uh, it, it clearly suggests that the reason why he's been so reticent to do something to help the people in Puerto Rico is because he considers it to be a democratic enclave. And as I said before, the Trump administration believes in picking winners and losers. The only time they got an objection about picking winners and losers is if the winners are going to be people that are poor and people that are underrepresented. If the people are are, are privileged uh, the Trump administration has all kinds of of, uh, of support and love, you know, for that population of people.
3: Well, Trump's basic premise from the start is that the Puerto Ricans are not U.S. citizens from the get go from the get go. Right. And with that premise, he didn't
1: care. And it was and a, a premise was- based on a false belief. I'm. Pretty confident. He, doesn't know what he's doing. he, he didn't That's even what know. Right, right. He didn't even know that he Puerto Rico was. He had no idea. Was, right. he, has no, he had no idea
3: and he had no one to turn to because there are not people in office right now that are, should be taking care of these things. This is what's wrong with this whole administration. Don't you, people out there, ask the question what, who is guiding. Trump in his efforts to get a, 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 a deneutralization of, of, uh, it's, of North
1: it's, Korea. It's, it's Stephen Miller and Stephen Bannon and John Bolton and those kinds of people. And exactly. So it's not like he doesn't have people who are in a position to tell him what what's right and what's wrong. He hired people who ha- had these very horrid attitudes about uh, these different sets of people. He hired those people for those reasons. He hired them pandering to the people who saw these other folks as, saw people as others. And that's that's what he's built his administration around.
3: Right. Trump has no idea who he is actually dealing with. Yesterday, he talked to the press and said, we're getting along fine with, with North Korea. Right. A week before, he said that the language of Kim was going to cancel, the, cancel the, uh, the, the, the meeting.
1: Because he was angry and hostile.
3: Angry and hostile. Right. But guess who he invited to the White House yesterday to get that card, to get the letter from A Kim? A mass murderer. Exactly. This guy that he d- delivered the letter, get this. This is Kim's right-hand man. He's been with all three of the last three presidents of that country, basically. He's the one that formed a cyber unit in North Korea that attacked our Sony picture company in the United States. He was the one. They destroyed 70% of the, the material that Sony had. He also ordered the torpedoing of a ship in the South China Seas, that would kill 46 South Koreans. This guy is a mass murderer,
1: and he's in the White House. And he got an impromptu meeting one-on-one. This is between uh, Kim uh, Young-Chul, the the man you're talking about, got an an impromptu meeting that lasted almost two hours uh, with Donald Trump. Now, yeah. how does that make sense? And and, and no recorders from the... Uh, uh, there was no U.S.
3: press allowed. Right, right. But Koreans were. Right. Korea, just like with the Russians, he did the same exactly. thing. And guess what? He, this, guy, this guy thinks that he's smarter than the last 70 years of presidents who have said, you can't deal with North Korea. Yep. They, and he's defying all this. And what he's done, too, is he's taken Richard Nixon's words that said, remember Nixon said this, what I say is the law. Yep. What I say is yep. the law, not what the Constitution says. I say it. So what is Trump trying to set himself up as? I am the law. Right. I determine what is right or wrong. Yep. I determine whether Mueller's uh, uh, the, the, the investigation is right or wrong. Yep. But get this. You'll be surprised to hear this. John Bolton last night appointed a new chief of staff for the National Security Council. Mm-hmm. Guess, guess what the guy's name is? Fred Flights. <laughs> Fred Flights you know who he is he is an enforcer yep he said 80 percent of the mosques in the united states are
1: subversive
4: right
3: he said we should strip the citizenship of people and we should declare war on some of our own and this is
1: not an opinion he wrote this in a book so you you don't have to 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 take people's word or, or, or about their opinions about this fellow he actually wrote this in a book you know that contain all of his other conspiracy theories and 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 crazy theorem or or theories about uh, what really is going on in the United States. And guess what?
3: The Russian ops are back in operation. Right. Uh, and uh, you saw this on Madoff last night. Yep. They are sponsoring these Russian ops that are operating out of Saint Petersburg, Russia. Are sponsoring a rally for supporting Trump. On June fourteenth in front of the White House. Yep. yep. We're gonna have this. Guess what about what what has our real wage growth been in the United States since we had this new tariff bill? 002 percent yep. of wages have gone up. Yep.
1: That's, that's gonna it. be that's gonna be the next story. Tony I gotta run. I gotta get some more calls in. All right, thanks, man. Uh let's grab uh, Jerry and West Seneca and get his thoughts. Jerry, how you doing out there? Uh oh! Do you have your radio on? You gotta gotta turn your radio off so we can hear you. Yep. Okay. So um, I don't know if, if if Jerry was able to pick up there. Okay. Well, let me go ahead and quickly talk to you about this issue with this uh, Denise uh, Sousa, because I don't know that we 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 we've talked about this. Uh, D'Souza, Uh, Donald Trump has pardoned uh, Denise uh, D'Souza, along with other folks. You know, the um, he's he's even talking about uh, pardoning. uh, 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 Martha Stewart, you know, and so on. This uh, D'Souza is the producer and author of a film that he entitled The Innocence of Muslims that led to the protests in at least 20 countries that resulted in the deaths of four Americans, including Ambassador uh, Stevens. The D'Souza movie deliberately intended to provoke a firestorm among Muslim peoples. The Republicans have campaigned furiously to characterize the attack on the American mission as a terrorist attack that then uh, State Department Secretary Hillary Clinton uh, should be held accountable for. In the first place, does it matter if a spontaneous protest grew into a manic uproar and uh, and an attack on the compound or whether terrorist units used the uproar over D'Souza's film to launch an attack on the compound? Why is this, Dinesh? de so completely spared of any criticism for producing a movie knowing that it would spark the very kinds of protests that led to the tragic deaths of four americans in Benghazi a youtube user sam Basil uploaded this muhammad uh the 14 minutes a uh, uh, trailer of this muhammad uh uh, uh uh oriented or anti-muhammad movie and if the name sam Basil sounds a lot like imbecile, You got the same inference that I got. A Washington, D.C.-based uh, anti-Islam activist named Morris Sedak started promoting the, the the movie trailer to journalists and social media. It got picked up by an, an Egyptian firebrand named Sheikh Khaled uh, uh, Abdallah. It got aired on an uh, uh, Arab channel called Al-Nas. Uh, and they began to rally against this, and it got picked up then across the uh, cable um, uh, internet uh, uh, channels, anti-Muslim uh, 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 a uh, pastor uh, Terry Jones announced that he was going to show it as a part of his judgment or Judge Muhammad Day. Uh, protesters then began to uh, uh, emerge in Cairo, uh, Egypt, scaling the wall in the uh, American embassy, replacing the American flag with a, uh, a a black flag with a Muslim slogan on it the in Benghazi Libya a protest outside the u.S consulate turned uh, uh deadly and that resulted in uh, the deaths of ambassador Steven or, or Chris Stevens and three other U.S diplomatic uh, personnel uh, I believe that uh, uh ambassador Stevens died of smoke in in, in uh, inhalation uh, doctor, uh, actors and crew from the movie say that they were duped and condemned uh, the trailer saying that the film the film they thought thought they were making was a pre-Islam historical action flick uh, that this uh, D'Souza dubbed over what was originally being said and put in this anti-Islam language. So let me grab Jerry real quick and get his thoughts and we'll move along. Jerry and West Seneca, how are you doing out there? Did I lose him again? Okay. Okay. I'm going to grab Jerry one more time. Jerry, are you there? Yeah. All right, great.
4: Okay, sorry. Yeah, you a couple times there.
1: (laughs) All right.
4: (coughs) Um, Yeah, you were talking about Canada before. Right. It does seem kind of crazy that, uh, like you were saying, that, that it's our best ally in the world. Why would we want to make them mad? You know, I mean, they... A, uh, and uh, as far as the tariffs go, people don't realize wouldn't, it, it, this is going to raise prices for us because we get a lot of oil from Canada. People, they don't realize. I guess that we actually get most of our oil uh, from Canada. It's about Wh-
1: whatever makes up our deficit of oil that we produce ourselves. We make yeah, up 30, the most five, of that import from Canada. You're right.
4: Right, 35, 40 percent from Canada, and mm-hmm. then we produce a lot of it ourselves, and then the other. Um the OPEC countries like Saudi Arabia, we only get like eleven percent. Right. Venezuela and nine percent. So these other Canada is one of the major um countries that we should be concerned about because not, they, they have abundant natural resources there. Yeah, I mean, this is, what,
1: right, this is what I mean by picking winners and losers. What Trump is doing is trying to appeal to voters in West Virginia, uh, in Ohio, that may have uh, uh, a a, a still fairly robust steel uh, uh, industry and a a mining industry there. He's appealing to them that if you raise the price of Canadian imports to the or exports to the United States, then uh, U.S. uh, uh, consumers will buy. Uh, less from from uh, Canada and buy more from uh, the United States, so that would help those producers uh, in the United States. But the yeah. consequence is going to be that the price of uh, those imports goes up. As the price of those imports go up, steel and aluminum products that are that that, that or, or, or the steel and aluminum you need to make products, the price of that stuff goes up. And who pays that price? It's the right. American consumer. So basically, you're favoring uh, 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 iron. Uh, uh, miners and, and so on in uh, a couple of, or, or or of three states, but you're disfavoring the vast majority of the American public who end up paying higher prices. So this is picking winners and losers.
4: Right, and something else to think about. I mean, this imported steel. Uh, A lot of companies in in the U.S. depend on this imported steel because we're not producing enough of it right now. So, I mean, in order to get back to where we used to produce a lot of steel, it would take years. So what are these companies going to do that are building – and they need the steels, and they they can't get it, or it's too expensive for them to afford. Wouldn't they, they had to cost us jobs here in the U.S.?
1: Right. And and keep in mind, most of the job losses that most of the uh, growth in capacity and the reduction in job uh, uh, jobs that we have is going to be the result of innovation. They're mm-hmm. not going to d- develop more capacity to produce steel mm-hmm. by uh, just hiring more workers. They're going to do that by. Employing more innovation that allows them to, to to use fewer workers and get higher productivity, and right. so you're still not going to end up getting the increase in the workforce uh, that you desire. That's this is just a wrong-headed approach, right. but it's what Donald Trump is doing. He's picking winners and losers, and he's using the politics of us against them, you know, mm-hmm. the others against the we. That that's really what's going on here.
4: It would might- it might hurt us right here in Buffalo because the other day I was taking a ride down Delaware Avenue, and I was amazed at all the new buildings and all the, the things that are going up. I mean, there's construction all over the place, and, and 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 I'm thinking to myself, well, this is a good thing, you know, that they're doing this, but uh, it, it wouldn't be a good thing if they couldn't afford the, the aluminum steel that they needed. It was too expensive, you know? yeah.
1: All right. Well, thanks, Jerry. I'm going to run. I got to grab another call before we get to the break. Appreciate you. Look forward to talking next week. Let me get Ron on real quick and get his thoughts. Ron, how are you doing?
5: All right. Uh, That uh, DeSalsa character. uh, Do you remember a a movie during the 2012 election? He was part of this uh, Obama 2016 movie are you ever familiar with that? Not familiar with well, it. No. it well, it basically said if you elected, if you re-elected Obama in his second term, he'd be, he'd be able to turn America into a minority-dominated, uh, oh. you know, uh, left-wing authoritarian government, which would be enforced by the United Nations and all this. Right. almost You know, it's just, it's just a real goofy, just gets a goofy character. I mean, yep, all the way along. He gets um, much
1: love from the Republican Party, though. Right.
5: Well, he's well he's a fundamental christian the christians love him i yep. uh, people i know people who are in those type of churches they they always uh, show, play his lectures and his movies and all that type of stuff so uh this the this guy in charge of i see it, the deputy homeland security think mm-hmm. he used to be a congressman what's his name again I,
1: flight i think his last name yeah, is that's right uh,
5: he um uh, uh is, is so horribly anti-islamic yep. it doesn't it occur to any of the trump supporters which country did Donald Trump go to his first overseas trip in February of 2017?
1: Which one was it?
5: Saudi Arabia.
1: Saudi. Oh, how you're right. Those, yep. How come yep. those
5: Muslims are okay? Right. I mean, it, it, there's absolutely no sense to the Trump so-called idea. If you can call it an ideology, I think it, it almost, I hate to say this, but it's, you know, it's just like beating the dead horse and making these dictatorial comparisons, but they once asked Adolf Hitler... Uh, back before he became really powerful, what is the overriding ideology of the Nazi party? He said, I can explain it in one word, anti-Semitism. Hmm. Uh, I, I wonder if that's the, 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 not anti-Semitism, but in the case of Trumpism, with the, whatever, I, there's no ideology, it's just race hatred. Uh, I mean, because nothing that they believe makes sense. If why do you sucking up to Saudi Arabia? If the Muslims are so horrible, if you're uh, allowing your administration to hire all these Islamophobes, that's an Islamic country, and it's one of the more radically conservative ones too. That to me,
1: because they're they're ruled
5: and they they have no answer. They'll just call you names. And and, and, you know, uh,
1: these countries are ruled by either a king or a monarchy in a in a despot kind of. Uh, of uh, government uh, uh, organization, yeah, uh, in, uh, in, apparently, in, right, yeah, in, in, like in which they things. favor they favor stuff that the United States favors. In other words, yeah. th- 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 they align themselves with American interests. If they didn't align themselves with American interests, they would be attacking them.
5: Even Muslims. So in other words, if you're an authoritarian Muslim, you're okay. Right. If you're, I don't know, if you're Benazir Bhutto or if you're, I don't know, you're no good. I don't uh, know something. Like, if you're, and, and I tell you, I. I coming up with this stuff where um, you know where the muslims don't uh, 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 uh condemn attack american muslim american muslim council has attack, has attacked and condemned every single um, uh, at uh, you know, a, a terrorist attack in the United States yep. and outside of it. Yep. But yet, you, if you listen to Fox News and Breitbart and these right-wing hacks, uh, and even down the local dial here, they, they never bring that up. I mean, it's always done that. They, yep. they never, ever bring the fact up that the Muslim, mainstream Muslims always condemn that. Yep. It's, like, it's, it's kind of odd. We had the, anti, the, the anti-communism of the 19th century was Catholicism. You know, the, the bugaboo, if, you're, if, you're, if you follow American history. And apparently now communism is pretty much not a threat. So the anti-communism of the 21st century is going to be the Muslims. Yep. You're going to hate the Muslims now. Yep. We're done hating the commies. We're done hating the Catholics. And, now we got to
1: hate the Muslims. And, and so. this flight fellow wants to resurrect the uh, McCarthy Commission. Yeah. Only that's, now that's it's against Muslims. Ask, yep. Right. That's exactly. right. Yep. Right. Right. Well, well, I appreciate you, man. All right. Talk to you soon. Uh, let's do we take our break. You want to take uh, uh, Frank? Let's, let's get Frank on first. I'm sorry. You want to get the break first? Okay. Frank, hold on for just a couple of minutes. Uh, we're going to take our last break so we can give you a little bit of time. So if you all stick with us, we will sit out of the break here and think again think again
2: would you like to increase your home's value do you want to lower your energy bills are you in need of affordable financing for your next home improvement project the cao home improvement resource program can help just come to one of their monthly hirp orientation sessions every first and third wednesday of the month at two convenient locations hirp staff will help identify the resources you need to get financed and they'll even help you with completing your application now you won't know what you qualify for until you call 332 3773. That's 332 3773. Learn about all the home improvement programs you may be eligible for and ask about the affordable financing program that can help turn your house into your dream home. Call 332 3773 for more info. It's the Home Improvement Resource Program, restoring value to neighborhoods across Erie County, one house at a time. Brought to you by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. Western New York summer tradition returns. Alternative
4: Buffalo's Kerfuffle, presented by Ride Buffalo's new ride-sharing app. Saturday, June 16th at Canal Side, featuring live performances from A Nation, Matt and Kim,
3: we don't wanna
4: go. Manchester Orchestra, Family of the Year, Robert DeLong. Marion Hill and Taking Back Sunday. Just you Tickets are on sale now at alternativebuffalo.com.
0: Are you a home brewer, or do you want to learn about home brewing? Tune in at 9 a.m. on ESPN 1520 for Just Brew It. Just Brew It, hosted by Jeremy White and Bert Deister from Niagara Tradition Home Brew. Tune in Saturdays at 9 a.m. on ESPN 1520 for Just Brew It. It's time for your bachelor's degree to pay off. GEICO's looking for leaders to enter our management development program. Starting annual salary is forty five to 49.5 with the potential to make fifty two dollars to $55,000 within a year. Visit geico.jobs slash buffalo to apply. You are listening to the official voice of the UB Bulls, 50,000-watt ESPN 1520, WWKB Buffalo.
1: the world as we know it. it it could be if we don't get our, our act together I just wanted to, to speak to someone who who often calls but doesn't want to be on the air who always seems to cite some I don't know where she gets her data from but I want you to know where I get my data from so the information I'm giving you about Denise D'Souza if you go to if just uh, type into your, uh, 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 your your search engine The Anti Islam Film Riots, a timeline. Uh, This was uh, by The Week magazine. The Anti Islam Film Riots, a timeline. Uh, It's by The uh, Week magazine. It was September 18th, 2012 when this article uh, 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 ran. You will see the article. You can look at the information in the article. You will see that it was Denise D'Souza, who was the producer of this movie called uh, "The uh, Innocence of Muslims." Uh, this Nicola uh, Basley, uh, uh, Nicola, uh, apparently was a promoter of the uh, 14-minute trailer about the movie. He was trying to push and 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 ramp up all of this anti. Uh, or, or reaction uh, from Muslims about this movie. So that's, that's the truth. That's how things actually got going there that led to uh, the protest across the Muslim world that led to the death uh, of Chris Stevens and the other Americans uh, at the U.S. Embassy. So I just want you to know where I get the information from. You do with it as you, as you will. Let me grab uh, Frank first, and then we'll get John in Lockport. Frank, how are you doing out there?
6: Boy, all the Americans Trump could have pardoned. He picked some foreign agent trying to import the caste system to the Americas.
1: Yep. There you go.
6: You know, uh, Nathan, Trump and his
1: cabinet,
6: his rich guy groupies, his alt-right cult are some of the most greed-stricken, disgusting, racist people I've ever been witnessed to. Yep. I want to know why it's always the Democrats expected to take a higher path and hold our tongues. You know, instead of giving Republicans a taste of are all better medicine, I say thinking to the conservative level is the only thing these maniacs will understand. Yep. And that's why those cowards at WBN never let me on the air. I have a tra- proven track record of getting through to conservatives in a language they can understand, because we all know they they don't have the capacity to grasp fast, you know, facts, statistics, and rational stance. Republican cult members are starting to realize that people like me who get things done are not their mommy's liberals. You know, I'm a proud progressive Democrat, and I'm sick of our agenda being pushed to the back of the bus. I and millions of progressives are itching for a fight, but the weak Democratic establishment and the Silver Spoon puppets in the media are holding us back. I'm very angry. You know, and I can't take much more of this. You know, there's conservatives on the air all the time. Trump, 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 Trump. But nobody's sticking to the issues. We, we got to stick to the issues and forget the candidates, Nathan.
1: Yep, And and it's it's really important that exactly as you said, we have to we have to figure out what it is that we want to see done and fight for that. And whoever wants to join in doing what will get accomplish what needs to be accomplished for the for the people in this country, that's who you got to stand with. That, that, that's, who you got, that's, the, the, that's the way you got to talk about uh, these issues uh, and, and, and not get into this tribal kind of a thing that uh, the country seems to have been centered around. We've, we've sort of made it, it, it. It's almost like a, you know, a game show, you know, with different teams. And, uh, you know, in this country, you got the progressive teams over here, conservative teams over here, the libertarian teams over here, you know, and so on. And people are being pitted against each other, but the real interests of the masses of the people are not being represented. That's why you can have 80-plus percent of the people want health care, and you have a government that claims they're doing the people's uh, uh, work and doesn't support uh, national health care.
6: Uh, we all know Congress is so corrupt that, you know, they don't do anything, the American people— our vital issues, the things we stand for—you know—none of that is being done. Like, like you said, the numbers are proof. Yep. So, th- thank you, Nathan.
1: I appreciate you, Frank. Thanks, man. Let's grab uh, uh, John in Lockport, and then we'll try to get uh, John in Rochester on. John, how you doing out there?
7: Good, Nathan. Uh, you know, I think uh, your previous caller brought up a good point, but when you, when when ninety percent of uh, of radio is uh, talk radio is uh, right-wing, it's kind of hard to get the, get your point across. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and the same with the general media. There's only, what, five real uh, people who are five organizations that control all the media in this country, or major, major yep. ones anyway. And so it's, it's, it's tough. But anyway, what I w- yeah. wanted to talk about a little bit was uh, you had mentioned about Mario Cuomo. Mm-hmm. And I, I, know, I know people have a lot of people have their uh, problems with him. But, you,
1: you mean know, Andrew Cuomo, I, not I'll Mario? <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> right.
7: Yeah, I'll tell you one thing um, that I've never in my entire life seen um, uh, anybody help Buffalo it, as much as as Mario Cuomo. You know, he that billion to Buffalo, however much has has been spent there. You look at the Renaissance. Right.
1: Remember, it's right. Andrew Cuomo. Give, give, him, give him credit. Mario Cuomo is, is his right. father. I'm
7: sorry. Right. I'm sorry. I'm, I, I did not mean. I didn't mean Mario. I meant Andrew Cuomo. Yep. But but. You know, you, you take a look at the, all the past governors and, and anybody else, for that matter. That uh, this this, this city has been sitting and dying for years. Now, all of a sudden, uh, with this infusion of money and uh, this uh, the the uh, health care uh, area and everything else, and a lot of that has to do with Cuomo. Now, I know there's corruption involved in the administration and all that, and I, I I just would hate to see him lose an election and all all of this to stop. You know.
1: And go so, back you know, to I, the uh, New York City-oriented, you know, government of of New York State, right?
7: Right, right. and I, you know, that. And, and then he's being attacked from the left too, with this woman, and uh, she didn't even know where Buffalo was. I mean, she, she's not, <laughs> she,
1: she she didn't know where Ithaca I, was. <laughs>
7: I know she she she's one of those people that think that Buffalo uh, must be r- real close to New York City, uh, and
1: uh, no, and she, she doesn't. I know. met her. She I met her in Buffalo. I know she knows where <laughs> Buffalo is. But it's just that, you know, you you, you, you get into this echo chamber and and you are what you hear. So what she hears is the downstate, you know, New York City uh, uh, spin, and that's who's around her all the time. So, you know, that's what sometimes you see coming out.
7: Right. And I just don't I just think that if he if he leaves office, if he's defeated either by the left or by there's no Republicans going to come down and care a bit about Buffalo. So it's you know, you can say what you want about him, but. I don't know. There's no other option right now. You know, it's it's it's, and it's the same thing that people said when when it was Hillary versus uh, Trump. You know, what's the better option? Well, the op- better option was obviously Hillary. You know, right.
1: So well, people allowed like themselves that. to get caught up in all of this hate and uh, you know this this uh, email stuff, which really boiled down to. Uh, you had a population of people that were really not too keen on the idea of a a woman being the president of the United States. They were able to align themselves with the people who were anti uh, the progressive movement. And there were enough of them to create this sort of uh, uh, what we used to call an earworm, you know, where you just, you know, get these tapes going off in people's minds and whatnot. And it eroded the enthusiasm uh, for her. And you got to admit uh, Hillary Clinton was not a terribly effusive candidate. She didn't really s- inspire you know, a lot of clapping and you know, you know,, she just wasn't that kind of inspiring you know person. And right. so the combination of all of those things led to a dampening of the vote uh, for her, and it created enough margin along with all of the the uh, misconduct that was going on in the election. All of the false stories were promoted by the American media who are all trying to act like they were not in it. But they promoted all of this stuff and they promoted Donald Trump for free. Donald Trump got six hours of free media every single day uh, before he ran, during his campaign. Even now, you know, he gets all of this free publicity that other people don't get. And there's no reason for it other than they think that it gets the attention of, of listeners and therefore the attention of advertisers. And that's what this is really all about. All right. I appreciate you, John. Let's talk to John. Yeah, Let's talk with uh, John in Rochester. And uh, John, talk to me about these, if you can, about these pardons. You know, what's what's going on with these these pardons of people who uh, were actually they, they, they not only are they despicable, they confessed. Uh, you, know, uh, you know, to their crimes. It's not like these were uh, uh, people that were in some confused situation that you don't know for sure who was the bad guy and who was the good guy. These are people who uh, openly said what they did was wrong and they were responsible for what they did. Why did they get these pardons? And and, and people doing things that are similar to the, to the kind of things that the Trump administration is being investigated for right now.
6: Well, Joe Arpaio didn't admit to his crime. He, he stood by his, uh, Plea and his innocence, and I agree with Joe Arpaio. Now, the rest of them,
1: you agree with Arpaio uh, that that he wasn't engaging in crimes?
6: No, I agree with him. Yeah, he
1: he was in, he he. He was, he was
6: innocent. He claimed he was innocent, and uh, uh, I I stand by Joe Arpaio. <laughs> now, the other ones, like Martha Stewart, she admitted to some uh, Trump.
1: Yes, yeah, she hasn't been pardoned yet, but they, she's on the, uh, uh, on the cusp. <laughs> and,
6: and she. And she she wasn't, In fact, I heard her bad-mouthing Trump at one point uh, after he got elected. But in uh, the uh, governor, former governor of uh, Illinois, uh, I can't think of his name right now.
1: Uh, uh, Blag- Blagojevich. He,
6: he, 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 yeah, he's a, demo- he's a Democrat. And right. I don't think he's any he's – he's no fan of Trump. But,
1: but he, he definitely he, was a crook.
6: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Maybe that
1: put him into the same club.
6: I agree. But, but look at the – Birds of a feather flock together. There's been a lot of pardons by other administrations, uh, Obama, Clinton, uh, uh, Andrew Cuomo, on criminals that were prosecuted for murders and things like this. So That's true. It's, you know, I think it's...
1: That's different. true, but you rarely see p- uh, pardons given that appear to be for political purposes. So well, Scooter, think- Scooter Libby, for example... Uh, you know, whatever you feel about it, the the the, the rationale for the pardoning of Scooter Libby, uh, as well as the uh, uh, pardoning of others that uh, uh, Trump, uh, 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 D'Souza is another. Uh, the pardoning for others seems to be to create a uh, a framework for future pardons that would seem justifiable because he's casting them as if they're these people com- uh, com- uh, committed political crimes rather than criminal uh, 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 actions. And well, I, I think that's what's going on here.
6: Well, I think in Scooter Libby's case. I think he he, def, he was like Joe R. Pyle. I think he got railroaded. Wow. As far as the governor of Illinois, I agree with you there. And Martha Stewart, she technically committed a crime. Uh, she she uh, was inconsistent to her testimony to the FBI and was uh, uh, prosecuted on uh, Finally, a false instrument yeah. or
1: something, but, but but she did. She she was no, she was a person no ally, who was actually she served time. She
6: she's no ally of right, right. She's still no ally of Trump.
1: Right, but um, that's not the that's not the point. She she so, served time. What are you What are you pardoning her for?
6: Uh, well, I think I think the. Uh, I mean, she's she's back. She's
1: back on the air. She's doing her thing.
6: Right, right, and and again, she's no supporter of Trump as is also the gov- former governor of Illinois. He's no supporter of Trump. So from that standpoint, I don't see why that would be political. I could see in Scooter Libby's case. Well,
1: or, uh, you could see why the thing with B- 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 Blagojevich is political, because Blagojevich is clearly guilty of what he did. He's on tape talking about how he's got a uh, a valuable asset, uh, which was the appointment that he was going he, 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 uh, uh, to be able to make. Uh, t- I think it was the uh, senatorial seat. And uh, he, he, him being in a position to make that appointment, he saw he saw that as a valuable uh, 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 asset, and that he wanted to trade it to get the most that he could for it. He wasn't trying to trade it to get a uh, a new law passed. He he wanted to trade it to get something that was beneficial to him. He said that on tape, so you can't sure argue. With well, a person who tells you themselves that they're, they're guilty. So why was he being uh, pardoned? He was being pardoned because that's the same deal that you're going to try to do with Michael Cohen. Here's well, a guy who's probably going to be guilty of a whole lot of uh, corrupt uh, actions and whatnot, but you can take the same um, uh, premise that you established with, uh, with Blagojevich and use that as the same justification you can use for Michael Cohen.
6: Well, there's one difference. Cohen uh, is innocent right now. So,
1: you no, know, he's, he's not innocent. He's, he's just that, he not proven been, guilty yet.
6: Not been convicted of any
3: crime. That's
1: true. That's not the and same then, thing as being innocent, I bring,
6: though. I want to bring up my original point. Okay, every, yes, sir. Every administration has, has done it. Uh, Clinton, the, the Obama administration, Andrew Cuomo, uh, the Bushes, they have pardoned people. And I, I don't agree with it all. I agree with you on that point. But, you know, one thing I wanted to bring up, Nathan, is uh, the tariff situation. I, yep. I'm i I'm against the, the tariffs because it really represents a tax on the American public. But the one thing I'm adamant about, and I think you we've agreed on this before, the Chinese, with the robbing of our technological uh, expertise uh, and their abuse of, you know, the trade deals we have with China, that has to be stopped. And I think it, it permeates to a certain extent to some of our more friendly allies. But uh, that's I'm, I'm hoping they'll back off and um, maybe compromise and pull Saras off the board in the long run, because it will hurt us. But for China, they deserve it. And we, we've got to get tough with them, no doubt about it.
1: I can't argue with the, the, the issue with, with China, because I think it's, it is really unfair for the Chinese to say that in order for you to do business with China, you have to turn over uh, all of your patents, all of your, your uh, uh, trade secrets that allow you to have a competitive edge. That just seems kind of bizarre that you would be forced to do that in I order to, to trade with that- somebody.
6: I want to give you an example. I know I know a company here in, in the Rochester area that uh, built a plan in China, and uh, he, he found out the owner of the company found out his general manager there, who was a Chinese citizen, was embezzling millions of dollars. They they hired expert outside expertise, and uh, they had the, they had all the evidence. They went to the Chinese authorities, and they were laughed out of court. Mm. They basically told them. You expect us to prosecute an American company going to prosecute uh, a uh, Chinese citizen? He was left out of, out of court <laughs> and uh, whatever tribunal they had—it was ridiculous. It's an abuse. The Chinese are off the charts,
0: man. They got to be dealt with.
1: So I, I absolutely agree with that. And and but I want you to understand something else on this this whole panorama. At least this is my my thesis. So you just follow me for a bit on this. I remember back in the 1960s when people were talking about these third world countries and the United States and Western Europe having these developed economies, and the idea was supposed to be if you transfer some of these uh, uh, economic uh, uh, structures into these third world countries uh, and help them to join the 20th uh, century, that you would reduce Poverty and uh, its various complications in uh, those countries, and therefore you would build a bigger pie, you know, for the world as a whole. And what I think happened is the United States essentially transferred some of the economy of the United States and the employment and wealth accumulation that would have accrued to Americans wound up going to these other so-called third world countries. And, you know, when when you take an approach like that, you never know where it's going to lead. And so I think that the Chinese are just the most extreme version of what happened, you know, with all of that. Does that make sense to you?
6: Yeah, it does. Yeah, I, I agree with you. In fact, uh, when Ross Perot ran against Clinton and Bush, I I didn't I didn't vote for Ross Perot, but mm-hmm. I did li- I did like his stance on this uh, exporting of technology and American know-how, and it came came he he turned out to be right on that one.
1: Yeah, so maybe we'll start to come home and start doing for self, right? <laughs> All that's right. That's Thanks, John. Right. I will see you next week. Listen, folks, we got a lot that's on our plate. We look forward to talking to you all. We're having a really good conversation. I hope that we can continue to build on it. Looking forward to talking to you all next week here at Think Again. Think again.
0: You've been listening to Think Again with L. Nathan Hare, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. Be sure to tune in again next week at this same time for more Think Again.